Leave desserts to pastry chef Lydia Connor and her magical whisk. Treading carefully on the highly polished wooden floors, EJ reviewed her files to prep for her conversation with the brains behind this culinary gold mine. As expected, she found Xavier Blackwell behind his enormous antique mahogany desk, or as Chef Remy so crassly called it, the cockpit for reasons that had nothing to do with aviation controls. EJ knocked lightly on the doorframe, only pausing long enough for Xavier to call, Enter, without looking up from his paperwork. The most publicly presentable B in the three Bs of urbane flavor, Blackwell, Black, and Billado, Xavier didn't just speak, he purred in a deep-tambered, silky-smooth voice with a posh London accent. The accent, combined with the exterior, just wasn't fair to the general female population of the southeastern United States. Xavier was a leopard in a city full of house cats. His skin was the color of chicory, smooth and well-tended, as was the buzzed mustache and goatee he kept. His suits were expensive, tailored, and whispered, understated wealth. Tonight's selection was charcoal gray, paired with a crisp white shirt and a deep purple tie. His single-breasted jacket was slung over an antique brass clothes horse in the corner. An actual clothes horse. Considering EJ's past, spending time around someone with a posh British accent was not a good thing. It was like waving grain alcohol in front of an alcoholic. Or rather, to be fair, some super expensive Napoleonic brandy. Xavier would never settle for a comparison to Everclear. And of course, to muddle her metaphors further, the leopard was an absolute hound. EJ was well aware that her skills as a promoter were aided and abetted by Xavier's reputation as a ladies' man. Well-dressed women showed up to Facile in droves every night to try to catch the manager's attention and become his aperitif. Something to be savored after dinner. Between Xavier's after-shift activities and Remy's illicit smoke breaks, she finally had to sit down with the pair of them to explain sexual harassment law and why it was a very bad thing to sleep with customers before they finished their dessert course, particularly if their husbands were waiting at the table. EJ was 90% sure they hadn't paid attention, but at least she'd tried. At least their point man, Damon Blake, appeared to be a little pickier about his partners. Though every once in a while, EJ wondered whether customers would be creeped out if they realized how closely Damon watched them from his perch at the bar. Xavier explained that as the group's fixer, Damon was simply watching out for potential problems. But it seemed that more often than not, Damon's eyes were glued to some pretty diner as she moaned over Lydia's praline chocolate mousse. There were days when she felt more like house mother to a rowdy fraternity than a marketing guru, honestly. EJ stood in front of the cockpit, searching for her meeting notes, waiting for Xavier to finish his paperwork. While she rarely worked for Urbane Flavor on site, She'd interacted with Xavier often enough to expect his distraction. At first, she found his tendency to make her wait in silence before they met to be rude, and further evidence to dislike British people. 
but she realized a few weeks into their acquaintance that he was giving her a moment to collect her thoughts, and to collect his own, before they spoke. To his mind, it was a courtesy, not a dismissal. Finally, he closed his ledgers and smiled warmly at her, revealing devastatingly perfect white teeth. EJ, how are we this evening? Just fine, thank you, Xavier. FYI, Chloe is reporting a packed house booked for all seatings, as usual. And Mr. Jeffries arrives in 40 minutes. And you sure it wouldn't be better for me to handle his visit personally? Xavier asked, his usually smooth brow furrowing. Yes, please take this chore off my plate, her brain screamed desperately. She would have loved nothing more than for Xavier to use his considerable charm to make the fellow Brit feel at home at Facile, while EJ stayed safely hidden under the bar, swilling Don Julio through a straw. But.